welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. So today on the podcast, I have a very special guest and I am going to let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. Uh, My name is Irene. Um, I am a financial coach. Um, I've basically been uh, working on my own financial journey since I was 18. I made a decision then that I wanted to become uh, financially independent and basically not depend on my job to live my life. Um, So I started saving as much as possible at that time. And then three years later, when I was 21, I decided to start investing because I knew that was the way to really grow my wealth. Um, So if I wanted to become financially independent, that was the way to do it. Uh, It's been over 10 years now. Um, I've been able to build a lot of wealth and I've had more opportunities and options in life. One of those led me to start my own business. Um, Now I help women get started on their financial independence journey, um, basically teaching financial education in a jargon-free way, uplifting way so that you can learn and be inspired to to build wealth on your own uh, journey and, and on your own terms. Wow, this is so important. And I'm also so impressed that you did that at the age of 18. What was it that made you at that age sit up and think oh I'm going to start working on this because I don't think at the age of 18 I was even thinking about it yeah I think it is kind of strange to to kind of know that at the age of 18 I think for me it was that I've always been more of a saver than a spender um and I was surrounded by a lot of wealthy people and specifically there was one family and one friend where I saw their lifestyle and they had their own business they were investing and they had different properties and I was just looking at the freedom that they had and thought, this is what I want in my life, more freedom and basically being able to do what I want. It might not look exactly like that, but um, yeah. Uh, So I knew that this was kind of the way to do it. Uh, So that's why I just said, you know, this is what I want and I'm going to make it happen. I didn't know how, but yeah, I set that goal. I love that so much. And it really shows the importance as well of surrounding yourself with people who are where you want to be. Because yeah. I think it shows you, doesn't you, what it, it shows you what's possible when you might not mm-hmm. otherwise know that. And I think that's really important. Yeah. So I think a lot of people listening to this who haven't ever invested might be thinking it's not for them. That's something that I see quite a lot, that they don't think it's for them. They think you need to be super wealthy before you start investing. So what would you say to somebody who thinks that? I think that is actually one of the main common misconceptions that you think that you need to have a lot of money or that this is only for rich people. Um, and it's really the, the complete opposite. Basically, you build wealth by starting uh, to invest. And I think one of the best ways to start is with small amounts. So I would say be open to learn and take it step by step. And even investing small amounts, you can build a lot of wealth that way. Mm-hmm. And what would you say step one is? So if I decided today, I really want to go and invest in something. 
Like, where do I go? I know there are apps. Should I download an app and just start randomly investing? Like, what would you say the first step is? I think the main thing before you even consider starting investing is to have a bit of a financial foundation in place. Um, because when you do start investing, there are a few things to, to bear in mind. So one of the first things to kind of have is an emergency fund. Just know that, you know, you have this pot of money that if something were to happen, you can tap into that and you don't have to touch your investments. So definitely build an emergency fund of at least three months before you consider starting investing. Uh, secondly, I would say um, eliminate expensive debt before you consider investing as well, uh, since usually that's like a much higher interest than you can get in the stock market. Uh, but once you have that in place and you're kind of ready to start investing, I think you need to first identify your goals. If you don't know what you're working toward, it's very hard to identify where you should be putting your money so that you can maximize it for each of these goals. So how I like to break it up is in like the short, medium and long term and whatever has a time frame of more than five years, um, that is what you can uh, put your money towards in, in the stock market and in investments. So once you've done that and you have kind of your goals, um, identify what your risk profile is. So this is just basic steps to kind of like do before you you even start investing just so that you don't get these like shocks when you um yeah get started basically so one other misconception that i that i hear a lot is that basically when you when you invest that it's super risky and it's like gambling and there's definitely that approach a lot of people go for very risky investments but when you invest for the long term it's also possible to minimize risk in a way that suits your profile so i think understanding a little bit about your own risk profile um, is important before you even consider, you know, opening an account and, you know, start putting your money um, in the stock market. Um, and after that, I think you're basically ready. I think you can start by going online, uh, being curious, going to on Instagram accounts, following people that are sharing information about this. YouTube has also a lot of uh, free content um, and just basically be open to, to learn. Um, that's that's kind of how I would approach it. I am so grateful that there are people like you talking about this on Instagram because I remember when I first started the business, I went on Amazon and I was looking at books on investing and they were all written about 50 years ago by middle-aged white men. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, where are the women? Where are the people talking to me in like normal language? So I'm so glad that you and other people are doing this. Do you yeah. find that you attract a lot of women clients because of that? Yeah, so most of my clients are female, but I actually have also attracted a few men who who haven't started investing. And it's kind of like they're in the same position as a lot of women. They don't know where to start and, and want some guidance. Um, but yeah, the majority is women. And I think the main reason I started with my business as well is because it's just like you say, the books are written by men and the financial world is very male dominated. The way it's written, it's very like it's targeted for men. So I think there's a huge gap to attract women to get started investing. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's very important also to see like representation, right? That there are a lot of women investing and more women should get started too. Yeah, 100%. It's again, it's that thing of seeing other people who look like you do the thing that you want to do and knowing that it's then possible yeah exactly what 
Other than investing or not investing, I suppose, do you see many mistakes with entrepreneurs? Is there anything that you look at other business owners and see that they're making mistakes when it comes to their money? I think um, when it comes to running a business, I have seen a few mistakes. <laughs> I think the first one is that you don't prioritize managing your money from day one. I think we, we kind of underestimate how important that is. Uh, and I think for running a business, understanding your cash flow and planning ahead with your money is very, very important. Also, so you're not focusing only on like day-to-day -day tasks, but also on the bigger picture. Um, I think also a lot of people mix personal and business finances. Um, I think that's a huge mistake. I was, um, I was a financial controller for a publicly listed company for five and a half years. So I've like worked with like budgets, forecasts, and, and basically handling uh, money for, for businesses. And when I started my business, the first thing I did was create a business account to make sure that I keep my money, uh, my personal money separate from my business um, account money, because yeah, it's very easy to lose track. Um, so I think those are, are some big ones, uh, but as well, just not really having uh, the knowledge, I guess. So I would recommend working with a professional to help you with this, because then you can focus on what you're good at in a business. I mean, I have, um, I have already some knowledge since I worked uh, as a financial controller, but I also, that's something I outsource. It's just something I don't want to focus on in my business. Yeah, it's about knowing your strengths, isn't it? Knowing your strengths and then identifying your weaknesses and working on those because I always had it in my head from a young age that I was rubbish with money. Mm. I don't know where this came from, but I've really believed it. And so when I started the business, I had no idea how to do the financial things. Yeah. And I did have to invest time and also money in you know speaking to people, getting help, just so that I fully understood what was going on, what needed to go towards tax, what was expenses, like all of those things that once you've been in business for a while, it seems really basic, but on day one, you just don't know these things, do you? Like you just don't learn it at school. Yeah, I think that's a huge thing, right? We are not taught this in school. We're also not really taught this at home. So it is difficult to know what the right way of managing your money is. Um, so yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's important to get support. Yeah, definitely. Um, so on your journey so far with investing and also anything else that you've kind of done in your business, what would you say your biggest lessons have been that you've learned that you would like to share with people? Um, I think, um, are you asking about my business or investing or both? <laughs> um, we can do both. Why not? Yeah, I think with, um, with let's start with investing then, uh, since I've been doing that for longer. Um, I think with investing, my biggest lesson has been to do my own research and kind of spend time understanding what I'm investing in. Uh, I learned the hard way to kind of follow tips and um, yeah, you feel like you're missing out uh, and it didn't go very well. So I learned that the hard way and I think it was in the earlier years. So um, sometimes those lessons are the ones that stick with us for a very long time. Um, secondly, I would say um to have a long time frame so I think it's it's the fluctuations in the market that can cause a lot of like emotional stress I guess so understanding how it works and just being comfortable with the money that you put into different investments and then having that patience over the long term I think that's really really important um and yeah the mindset that you're in this for the long term 
um, with the business, I guess a lot of it is similar. I entered the business world also not really knowing how to start or like what, what I needed to be doing. So I think being open to making mistakes, uh, learning as I go, and again, being in it for the long term. So yeah, continuing through like the challenges, I guess. Such good lessons. And I also want to just pick up on what you said about doing your own research, because I really agree with this. Even if you hire an accountant or a bookkeeper or someone to help you with your investing, I think it's also important that you have some knowledge yourself because I've seen so many times where business owners have outsourced and just trusted somebody else to manage something completely and had no understanding and they haven't realized that something was going wrong until it was too late. And I think I made this mistake with a couple of different situations where I just thought, oh, I'm too busy. Like this person is an expert, so I'll leave them to it. And then later on, I found out that actually they'd made a mistake or something wasn't fully serving me and the business. And then I'm the one who was stuck with those mistakes and I really kicked myself for not doing my own research and understanding things better I think that's actually super important uh just also for your own confidence right that you know that whatever they're giving you of their knowledge or whatever you're getting of tips like you also agree with that that gives us a kind of sense of confidence that okay I agree with this and I'm doing this um and that's your choice then so yeah I agree yeah, it needs to be like a collaboration, doesn't it? When it's your mm-hmm. business, you you still need to be involved. You still need to know what's going on rather than just completely leaving somebody to it because that's also a lot of pressure on the other person that you're hiring because they don't know you. They don't know your business inside out. So it needs to be teamwork, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Well, this has been such a good insight into the world of you know money and investing. How can people come and work with you? Because I think with things like this, it's very individual, isn't it? You need to kind of almost speak to somebody and give them individual support targeted at what they want and where they want to go. So if anyone is listening to this and they're thinking about starting investing, I want to just send them your way. So how can they find you? Um, I have my Instagram account. This is where I post regular content um, and engage with um, women and other people who are interested in getting started with investing. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, so people can approach me there, there you can also see my, my experience and like what I've worked with before. Um, and, uh, other than that, they can reach me on my email. So I'm always happy to answer any emails and any questions that come my way. Amazing. I will put all of those links in the description and I'm so, so grateful you came on and talked to us about this because I think money just isn't talked about enough, especially by women. So I'm so grateful that you're doing what you do. Thank you so much for having me.